Welcome to another episode of Storyteller Studio, where we're gathering our lives through genuine conversations and gladly sharing them with folks around the world. As radio announcers, Liz and Tim believe there's something very special about being behind a microphone and letting their hair down. Sometimes people just need a reason to enjoy each other, either again or for the very first time. And we found plenty of others who feel the same. From artists, sports figures, and manufacturers, to filmmakers, authors, and media types, we all may know bits and pieces about a person, but there's always something more. So while we grab our headphones and turn up the mics, it's your chance to eavesdrop on yet another episode of Storyteller's Studio. Star Media Group Station. Seventy-eight degrees under cloudy skies at seven o'clock. Good evening. I'm David Jennings. The news is sponsored by Mega Pros. They make it fun to get stuff done. We're learning some more details about Chicago's plans for tent cities to house migrants. 28 minutes inbound on the Edens, 47 minutes inbound on the Kennedy, 48 on the reverse. The inbound Ike, 38. Outbound is 42 right now. 24 outbound on the, make it 30 minutes outbound on the Stevenson. The inbound side, you're doing relatively well. The Dan Ryan, 16 minutes outbound right now. uh, I-57 outbound, no delays either direction. Bishop Ford outbound, 17 minutes right now, an earlier accident. DeSable Lakeshore Drive northbound Monroe to Hollywood is 25 minutes. Traffic sponsored by CarX Tire and Auto. Want a great deal on an oil change? Go to CarX Tire and Auto and get up to 10 bucks off any Valvoline full-service oil change, including a free tire rotation. That's right. Save up to 10 bucks on Valvoline oil changes with a free tire rotation only at CarX participating locations. See store for details. Mayor Johnson Earlier this month, signed an almost $30 million contract with Garda World Federal Services and one of its subsidiaries. Garda World's a private security company. They've been hired to provide emergency logistics management and operation services at the 10 cities plan for housing migrants. Alderman Ray Lopez says he's beginning to get a flashback to a part of the COVID response. What I think everyone is afraid of is that we're going to see another COVID-style debacle where we spend millions, like we did at McCormick Place, for a 3,000-cot bed hospital, only to have 63 people use it and then throw everything out once the crisis is over. By the way, the plans call for each tent to hold between 250 and 1,400 people. Police in Romeoville have identified two people of interest in the murders of a family and their three dogs Sunday in that city. A 31-year-old man, Nathaniel Huey Jr., and an adult woman that he's related to. Police put out an alert for their car. It was spotted in Catoosa, Oklahoma. When officers tried to effect a traffic stop, the car crashed, caught fire. Officers believe they heard gunshots coming from the car. The adult man was found dead, the woman passenger in critical condition. Romeoville Deputy Police Chief Chris Byrne says... They're not looking for anyone else right now. Nothing uh, in our investigation to this point leads us to believe that there were 
any other suspects. Byrne also say they do have a possible motive. Chicago servers who count on tips to make ends meet are a step closer to getting a raise. With the dozens in the gallery at City Hall, a council committee today moved forward a plan to phase out the sub-minimum wage. The food that's created, the experience that's created, all that's created by the workers and the labor that do it. We're not even talking about livable wage. Some are concerned that restaurants will struggle to pay their workers and jobs will be lost. Under the ordinance, tipped workers would get an 8% annual pay hike beginning July of next year and every year after until they reach the minimum wage level in July of 2028. Car dealerships nationwide are worrying about their inventory and the fact that it's going to get a lot smaller if the current UAW strike stretches out for a while. News Nation's Brooke Schaefer talked to Scott Kunis, who owns a chain of Midwest car dealerships. He said the impact of this strike would, of course, be added on top of lingering issues from the pandemic and the supply chain shortage. He said his dealership about 30 days ago, knowing a strike was imminent, went out and acquired more inventory, trying to stock up as much as possible. What we have on the ground or what we can go out and acquire is pretty much what we can promise you at this point. We don't know how long it would take, you know, how long the strike is going to go. And then after the strike, how long it would take to get back up to production levels that we've seen in the past. Kunis is the chief operating officer of the Kunis Automotive Group. The U.S. Senate has confirmed General C.Q. Brown to be the next chairman of the Joint Chiefs. He'll replace General Mark Milley when he retires at the end of this month. It comes as Democrats are maneuvering around holes placed on hundreds of military promotions by Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville over the Pentagon's abortion policy. The Senate's expected to confirm General Randy George as Army Chief and General Eric Smith as Commandant of the Marine Corps this week. Ever drop your Apple Watch somewhere you probably wish you hadn't? Well, someone did. The AP's Lisa Dwyer. A woman was rescued Tuesday from an outhouse toilet in northern Michigan after she climbed in to retrieve her Apple Watch and became trapped. State police say the woman lowered herself inside the toilet after dropping the watch at a boat launch at Dixon Lake. First responders were called when the woman was heard yelling for help. Rescuers removed the toilet and a strap was used to haul her out. Officials did not say if the woman was injured or if the watch was recovered and her name was not released. I'm Lisa Dwyer. I can't imagine why they wouldn't tell us who she was. WGN Sports Time, 7.06, Pirates, Cubs, no score. Washington over the Sox, 13-3. Fire in Columbus. They trail the Columbus crew, 3-zip. We're expecting to see mostly cloudy skies tonight. A rainmaker approaches from the south and west. We'll have showers possible by the morning. That rain could hold off until sometime during the day Thursday, but a 40% chance for rain there with a high of 81. Friday, we're up to 78, a slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm popping up during the day. For Saturday, we're dry back into the upper 70s, and Sunday, we're up to about 80 with a 40% chance for rain. From the WGN Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Demetrius Ivory. 76 at O'Hare and Midway, 73 at Kankakee. I'm David Jennings, WGN News. Next news when it happens, next scheduled news at 7.30 on the John Landecker Show. We all know how our pets can leave a mark on our hearts or maybe sometimes a scratch on our ankles. However your four-legged family member expresses their love, you can now show it off with pet keepsakes from Forged and Formed. 
That's 1-833-USE-UBER. This isn't a joyride, Lewis. You don't want to talk? You're going to sit in silence until you're ready to talk. You can make me sit in silence all you want, but you can't make me work it out with him. You worked it out with Donna. What's it going to take to work it out with me? Mm -hmm. Well, I forgave those people because they were victims infected with the disease known as Mike Ross. Now I'm stuck in the car with patient zero. Okay, outbreak. Patient zero is the first person actually infected with the disease, not the disease itself. And for your information, I'm stuck in the same car as you. Okay, just don't change lanes. Don't change lanes. Don't, don't, just... great. You know what? This is ridiculous. You drive like a savage animal. Lewis, be a man and suck it up. Suck it up? I'm sitting in the death seat. John WTN. WGN, John Landecker, guess what? It's going to be show and tell time all night long. All sorts of surprises, all sorts of new things to sign, to look at, fun <laughs> toys to play with, and it's just going to be a big festival. Isn't that right? Yes. Yes, and that's all because of you. And you are who? Tim Larson. And why are you here, Tim Larson? Because the Museum of Broadcast Communications had a 40 experiences for their 40th year auction, I guess. They did. And I bid on you, which, you know, that shouldn't sound like a bad thing. I bid on you and won. You bid on me and won. Right. So here I am. And we met uh, a year ago at the Displains Rock Radio Revisited um, event. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we saw each other again in Joliet for the uh, Hall of Fame. My, my, my. Yes. So this is the third time then. Yes. It's the charm, it as they say. I guess. And then so, we're going to see each other next week, too. Yeah, at a guy's party who's a mutual friend. So um, yeah. what's the deal? What did they tell you you were going to get? <laughs> they said... For your hard-earned cash. Yeah, be prepared for a lot of Landecker. That okay. was the phrase, a lot of Landecker. Yeah, but what about you? What are you going to do? Uh, what do you mean? What am I going to do tonight? I don't know. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, I'll tell you. I mean, I see all sorts of stuff around the station, a studio rather. We've got uh, two cameras rolling. Yeah. There's a box of whatever, who knows what that is over on the other side of the studio. Yeah, sure. I don't tell. know. Maybe we're going to have uh, Pin the Tail on the Donkey. <laughs> Maybe we're going to play the grand prize game. I don't know. You don't know, and it's no. your show. Yes, that's well, right. And that's uh, the way I like it. I'll tell you, I'm going to sort of steal a phrase from Lisa Dent. And Lisa Dent and I worked together at WROK and WZOK in Rockford. Oh, really? Many, many moons ago. She was on the FM, and I was on the AM. Uh-huh. And she said when she came to WGN, she says, I have been a student of this radio station for a very long time. I would have to agree that that's the situation with me. I've been a Cubs fan forever. And I can remember when we were seven years old, we'd get all the neighbors together. Everybody would bring their transistor radio. We'd go back into the horse pasture and <laughs> we, we would. And we would play baseball, but we'd put all those transistor radios together, all set to 720. To hear Jack You mean like you're making one big wall of speakers? Yes. Amazing. Yes, in the pasture. That's great. And whatever Jack Brickhouse would call for the Cubs game, 
we would reenact it as the players. Oh, so you're sort of like Ronald Reagan in reverse. Because there was a thing, I believe, long, 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 yes. long time ago, yes. before there was play-by-play. -play, right. Uh, the Cubs would play, and it would be sent out on a teletype as what the what was occurring. And Ronald Reagan was downstate on some radio station, and he was reciting what he saw on this teletype as though he were doing play-by-play. -play. And he was not at the game. And he was not at the game. So you're sort of like yes. in reverse. Yes. You're hearing the <laughs> yes. game, and then you're like acting it out. Yeah. You mean like you've got two full teams of baseball players on no, the field? No, we had like five kids. Okay. Yeah, so we were doing the best we could. That is a great idea. This is, this is how bad it gets. I still have the home plate which was some kind of weird shade of blue made out of plyboard. Yeah. I still have that hanging on my wall in my garage. Well, of course you do. Yes. Because that's an important thing to keep. Yes. Uh, so a lot of people may not understand that, but I do. Now it's this. I'll bring this to you. I ended up bringing a lot of stuff oh, to yes. either show give and tell. you or show and tell. Yeah. Okay. I played with the Chicago Cubs in Randy Huntley's fantasy baseball camp. Oh, yeah. In 2013. The most welcoming bunch of people I have ever been a part of. That is above my church group, above my Boy Scout group. They were unbelievable. And, and this is your card. That is the card. Like a baseball card. Yeah. But and there's no gum. That was one. <laughs> I, I can give you gum, John. If you need gum, I can give you gum. Bats right, throws right, hometown Rockford. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very cool. And they give you, like, at the camp, a legitimate Cubs uniform. Oh, my. Oh, home, yeah. Home and away. Oh, well. Home and away. And there's a gift. Every single day. There's a gift every yes, single and, day. And one, one day was uh, a Louisville Slugger yeah. with your name on it. Oh, my. And then another day was Ron Sano's DVD. Ah, uh, yes. And then it went on from there. And it was an autograph frenzy with these people. And I really thought that the campers, is what they call us, would be in one locker room. And then the old Cubs would be in another locker room. But no. No. Oh, my. Fergie Jenkins and Keith Moreland and Jose Cardinal were like two lockers from me. And Jody Davis was my coach. And Glenn Beckert was there. And say, it was nuts. I'll bet. It was. But in a very good way. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I have told those stories over and over and over again. We have stories that he hasn't told us, but it will when we come back on 720 WGN. WGN. Before the weather gets too cold, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Don't be nervous. Don't be rocky. You're a teenage guest is jockey now. Thought I'd throw that in there for you. Am I really? Yeah. I, love I mean, you're not nervous, you're not rocky, and you're not a teenager, but you were a disc jockey. Yes. Right. Oh, for quite a few years, and I still am in Phoenix. Oh, in Phoenix? I am. I am, believe it or not, on Sky 7 Radio, which is the internet radio station. Yeah. And I am doing it with the guy that helped me start the high school radio station in Rockford in 1977, which is when I was listening to you. Mm -hmm. And he was your competition in Rockford. His name is Shotgun Mark Rivers. <laughs> Does he know Shotgun Tom Kelly? He does, and he also have they compared shotguns? He has, and I think who's Tom, got the bigger I think, gauge? I think Tom's got the bigger. <laughs> I think I think uh, I think Mark's got more ammunition. I know Tom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, and uh, he also worked with Don Geronimo. You remember Don? Uh yes, indeed, I do. Yeah, yeah. The, the radio industry is. Incestuous. Is, is it is? It's, it is. It's very, very big, it's, uh, but yet I'm surprised small. we don't all look alike. <laughs> You know. Well, 
And it really wouldn't matter because we have faces for radio. But um, bum. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, establish again. This is Tim Larson, who has paid for the right to be on the program tonight as part of the 40 for 40 fundraiser that was done how long ago? Oh, it was probably in April or March. By the museum, a long time. Yeah, Museum of Broadcast Communications. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the reason that I even became connected is because of the event in Des Plaines, the Rock Radio Revisited. Reunion. Yeah, yeah, revisited. That fantastic event. Yeah. And this guy was walking through the parking garage. Everybody's going home, and he's got a box on his shoulder. And I says, "Wow, you look important." And he goes, "Well, I was an hour ago. These are the programs for today's event." And it was Ed Ramsey who's on the board at the museum. And we got talking, and I said, you know, I do this podcast. I would love to visit the museum at their second location because I visited at the first location. Right. He goes, here's the gal's name. He goes, hey, just call her and set up a time and come on down. So we did an episode, Liz Wilder and I. Now, wait a minute. First of all, you got to explain what you and Liz Wilder do. Yeah, we do two podcasts. What are they called? One is called Life's 3 by 5 And why is it called that? Because of 3 by 5 index cards that yes. we get solicited from our listeners with questions or observations or whatever. I brought some with me in case you want to oh, play the game. Oh, let's do Oh, I'm yeah. down with that. And then the other one is called Storyteller Studio, which, yeah. which started because of radio people. Yeah. We're getting together with these people for lunch, great stories, right. and we weren't recording them. I said, well, oh, I got you. we, we mm. have to change that. Mm. So we've done a little less than 50 episodes on each of the podcasts, and we started last year, January. So okay, what, year, I'm sorry. So year, I interrupted you. Where were you going at yeah. with that? So we ended up doing a show down at the museum. We had no idea where they were going to set at us up. At the location on State. State. Yes. Yeah. And they took us up to the Paul Harvey studio. Oh, yes. And all of the equipment was donated by WGN mm -hmm. from the Showcase studio. And when we opened up that door, it was like walking into Yankee Stadium. You could feel... You know, the Wally Phillips and the Roy <laughs> Leonard and Dean Rich. I used yes. to listen to all these guys. Yeah. And, and you felt that. And so we did a show and, um, you know. You're it, saying it had a musty vibe. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> no. That was the other studio. <laughs> not the Paul Harvey studio. Uh, yeah. Good day. Good day. Yeah, I've seen the Paul Harvey studio. I, yeah. I, I do have a Paul Harvey story if you're interested. Lay it on me. When I was 19 years old. I wanted to come into the big city and see how the big radio stations did it because I was just new in the industry. Mm -hmm. So we went over to Merchandise Mart, WMAQ, right. WKQX. We went down to um, Stone Container Building at WLS. Yep. And we walk in and the security guy goes, uh, you guys have got the wrong building. And I said, no, here's our names. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, you're on the list. You need to go up to the fourth or fifth floor, whatever WLS was. And... I went up in the elevator, and the elevator opened, and in walked Paul Harvey. Going to work or coming from work? He was well, going home. So he was not wearing a lab coat? No. Well, I'm, t I'm telling you. Yo. He had studios on the fourth floor. Uh, the radio station was on the fifth. Yeah. When he would come in really early in the morning to do his show, he'd come into the offices in his studios, and he'd take <laughs> off his uh, suit coat and hang it on a hanger and... Take a lab coat, like a gray technician's lab coat. You're kidding No, me. and put ah. it on, and that's why he, That's how he did the show. Oh I don't my. know. Maybe he felt ABC didn't keep a clean studio. I don't know what, what it was, but it wow. was sort of cool. 
Well, when he stepped in, we had our 60 seconds, and that's it. Yeah. And he says, well, where are you guys headed? Because, again, we're 19 years old. What are right. you doing in the building? And he said, um, can I give you some advice? And, of course, we're going, sure, you know. He says, no matter what they tell you upstairs, <laughs> no matter what they tell you. That's what he said. He goes, do not give up. So that was the reputation up. of upstairs on the fifth floor as they told a- people to give up? Apparently. Wow. Apparently. Well, you don't want to get into this industry, do you? Oh, and, that line. And, yeah. and so as he stepped out, he turned around and he stopped the door so they would open back up again. And he says, good day. And off he went. And I'm going, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then we went on up to see Jim Smith. You remember Jim Smith? Who was the music director. Yes. Yeah. He, he was the fellow that was with us. Yeah. Yep. So you were getting a tour or what, you just showed yeah, up? Or yeah. Was there no, still a viewing room then? It was, but it was uh, it was an appointment. We had oh, appointments with people. Well, my. Yes. And you know who my appointment was with at WKQX, which was Q101? Yeah. Art Roberts. Art Roberts was at KQX? Swear. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, and at 19, unfortunately, I did not know who, who Roberts, Art Roberts was. was. Yes. Well, I can understand that at the age of 19. Come <laughs> yes. on. But we had a great time. They were very cordial. We learned a lot. And mm-hmm. guess what? We never gave up. So the deal is, I'm guessing that you are very similar to most people that I know who are in this, that you wanted to do it from the beginning. Oh, yeah. High school. Or even maybe even oh, before that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, when I was mentioning Shotgun Mark Rivers and Don Geronimo, I was dating a girl that was one year older. So I was able to go to the prom as a junior. And so at the end of the night, because yeah. because Shotgun and Don were DJing our prom. No. Yes. Really? I still have the picture. Oh, man. Yes. At the end, I said, you know, I'd like to start a high school radio station. And without hesitation, they said, we will help you with that. And two weeks later, they had a whole studio donated, an old production studio yes. from right. WROK. And we started the high school. And what high school was this? Auburn High School in Rockford. And what was the station? W-A-R-Q. And what was the format? 70s. Oh. You know, And it Brothers. was the 70s, yeah. though. So it wasn't like... No, we were playing current stuff. Yes. <laughs> the 70s when they were new, is yes. what you're saying. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Nothing was an oldie. <laughs> and we sold advertising. And what? We, yeah. On a yeah. high school station? Jerry's Hamburgers. You bet. <laughs> And they gave it to me on a reel-to-reel. I'm going, what am I going to do with this? So I went over They gave it to what to you? Their commercial. Oh, oh, oh. Their jingle. I thought, what? Where did we do a reel-to-reel? Okay. So I went over to Nick Scott and Mark Larson at WROK. I go, "I I need some help. And they put it on a cart. Yes. And there's no way that I could have known that, that obviously I was going to work most of my career at WROK, but also work for the guy who invented the trip tone. And I Oh, you know what? Uh, David and I got into a discussion about that last night uh, in a very roundabout way. Yeah. Uh, A trip tone in place, you missed it last night, Uh, this device to play music and commercials and everything else on radio for a while, these carts, um, were sort of like eight-track tapes, if you can remember that. Without the roller. Right. And they had various lengths. And so if you had like a song that was three minutes and 30 seconds, there would be a trip tone put in at about 3.20, and a light would go on. And you would know that this song was going to end or fade out in about 10 seconds. You know the guy who invented that? Vern Nolte. He owned the radio station for years, decades. Did he get it copyrighted? 
Oh, well, my. I mean, did he make some money off that's of that? Why, that's why we always had a very healthy promotional budget. I mean, I want to say. Yes. I don't know yes. any radio station that didn't use that. And, and it, the tone, which is a different tone, yes. would also stop the cart right before it would start again. So it would cue it up for you. So he, wow. Yeah, he did both of those. And I'm telling you, so many good things have come out of stories about Vern Nolte. I'll bet. Yeah. We'll find out more about Vern and more about a lot of other things. But right now, it's the bottom of the hour time to get into the WGN Newsroom. With the local resources of Channel 9 and the national resources of Cable News Network News Nation, this is WGN Radio, on air and online. It's 76 degrees. We have cloudy skies at 730. Good evening. I'm David Jennings. We know a bit more about Chicago's plans for asylum seekers who end up on Chicago's doorstep. Pirates, Cubs. Cubs have the lead at the moment. Washington beat the White Sox this afternoon 13-3. On the expressways and tollways, 23 minutes inbound on the Edens, 46 on the Kennedy. Outbound on the Kennedy, it is 29, 33 minutes inbound on the Ike. On the outbound side, you're doing okay. On I-55 southbound, it is 43 minutes from 355 to Route 47. On the Skyway eastbound from the Ryan to the Indiana State Line is 7 minutes. No problems on I-57 to Saba Lakeshore Drive, Monroe to Marquette. That will run you 16 minutes right now. Mayor Johnson signed a contract this month with a private security firm to set up, manage, and operate 10 cities around the city to house asylum seekers. One of the suspects in that Romeoville family murders is dead. Police say another is in a hospital in critical condition in Oklahoma. The U.S. Senate has confirmed General C.Q. Brown to be the next chairman of the Joint Chiefs. He will succeed General Mark Milley when he retires at the end of the month. Democrats have been maneuvering around the holds put on military promotions by Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville. President Biden expected before the end of the week to launch the first ever federal office of gun violence prevention. Two people familiar with the matter tell the Associated Press the office will coordinate efforts across the government and will offer help and guidance to states struggling with increasing levels of gun violence. The forecast from the WGN Chicago Weather Center. Mostly cloudy, low 60s tonight. Mostly cloudy, a slight chance of afternoon showers, up to 81 tomorrow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a chance of showers in the evening. And then again, a chance of more showers over the overnight in the mid-60s. Friday, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Daytime high about 78, mid-70s near the lake. 76 at O'Hare, 76 at Midway, 68 at Rensselaer. I'm David Jennings, WGN News. Next news when it happens. Next scheduled news at 8 o'clock on the John Landecker Show. 
Visit Fireplace and Chimney Authority in Lyle, your fireplace and grill superstore. Megapros.com. Kevin Powell was at Hallis Hall for all of the Bears drama. He's got stories to share with us. And have you heard of Louie's Law? It's in effect in Illinois, and I think it's one of those laws you're really going to like. It all starts tomorrow at 2 on The Lisa Dent Show. on the radio that's what we're talking about sort of 720 wgn thanks for tuning in john landecker if you're just joining me uh we have an in-studio guest who paid for it (laughs) and we're glad he did tim larson is here he has worked at a variety of radio stations around uh, illinois uh he has a podcast he has a bunch of projects i'm intrigued by the podcast that is called life's three by five right so let's get into that a minute okay Detail me on what life's three by fives is. Well, uh, I'll I'll try to condense the story, but my co-host is Liz Wilder, and she worked on WZOK a little bit after when I worked at WROK, but we've known each other for 35 plus years. Mm -hmm. And you know how you cross paths with each other all all those times. Well, uh, the owner of WLUV, which was my first radio station when I was 17 years old, Died at the age of 98, Mm. still owning the radio station. Wow. And he told the girlfriend, because there were no kids and no wife, when I die, shut off the lights and close the door. Well, you can't do that. It's not a shoe store. It's a radio station. So it got dumped in the lap of his niece, who I happen to know through the Rockford Park District. She now lives in Green Bay. And she called and she goes, please come down and help me. We need to get this radio station back up and i mean not back up but i understand yeah. back on the air well no it was on the air but uh, sexy so you could sell it to somebody right yeah so they ended ended up selling it to a uh, christian radio station group in milwaukee well if anybody wants a sexy radio station it's a christian radio group i there mean that go. goes without saying so it worked <laughs> so it went from literally a hoarder's reality show and when they refabbed the entire equipment and, and building, it yeah. looked like a townhouse. Gotcha. So we went in and did live radio shows, which was fantastic for us. So as it was sort of ticking down, Liz looks across the table, like you and I are today, and she goes, well, now what are we going to do? I said, what are you talking about? She says, if you don't think this is going to form a void and a serious one, you're nuts. We need to do something. And she goes, well, how about a podcast? I said, well, let me call Shotgun Mark Rivers. <laughs> Because he knows how to do that stuff. Yeah. And we came up with three rules, basically. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. And every episode is at a different location. Wow. Yes. And so we've been on the tarmac at the airport. We've been at Starved Rock. We've been at the snow sculpting in Lake Geneva. We've done a little less than 50 episodes in, what, a year and nine months. And these three-by-five card, the the three-by-five card part of all of this mm-hmm. uh, and you have your listeners yep. send you things on three by five cards that's it a that's qu- it a question an observation yeah it could be anything and so let me give you one so what's the deal you just hand it to the person or yeah one of you doesn't know what it says but correct the other one, oh, okay and off the conversation goes and it could go down a rabbit hole yeah it could be very long term it could very be short term we don't know mm. we have no idea Everything is impromptu Uh 
and unpredictable on that podcast. Yeah. And that's the way Liz and I sort of talk anyway. Yeah. So here's one. It's well, from, no, don't need oh, it. Oh. Yeah, well, I want it. Oh, you Aren't want I going to do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm playing this game. There you go. Okay, I got it. All right. In my hand. I feel like Carson. <laughs> uh, Chris in Clearwater, Florida asks, what's the most memorable sporting event you've seen in person? Mm-hmm. Does one come to mind for you? Um. Well, there are a bunch of them. The most memorable sporting event I've seen in person. Does it involve a Chicago? Oh team? yeah, 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 okay. absolutely. Right. Okay, I would say it was uh, the '85 Bears heading towards the Super Bowl, but there were two uh, games here in Chicago before that, before they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, one against the New York Giants, and the other against uh, what were the Los Angeles Rams. Oh yeah, and the wind chill was. Uh, like 15 below zero, and the wind was really blowing in off the lake, and there was a punter for the Giants, I believe his name was Sean Landetta, and he went to punt the ball, and he punted it, and the wind took it, and (laughs) blew it off into a completely different direction. But it's still, that was, I mean, obviously memorable, but it was also memorable because they were the Bears, and they were eventually headed to the Super Bowl, and they... Won it. And it was cold and uh, yep. a lot of things. Yeah. Well, mine, uh, among many, yeah, was a Bulls game. I think it was for our anniversary. We went in and we bit the bullet, and it was back then where you could get scalped tickets. It was from a ticket broker, I guess you'd say. So we had center court, third row. Wow. Unbelievable. And, of course, you know, we're getting settled in, and we look around, you know, and in front of us, is Harold Ramis. And then here comes this guy walking down the court and he's going, Michael, Michael. And it was the Reverend Jesse Jackson. And I look behind me because now I'm intrigued. I look behind me and it was the cast from Third Rock from the Sun. The whole cast from Third yes. Rock from the Sun is in yes. a Bulls game. Yes. Jane Curtin, the whole, yeah, 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 yeah. The whole not. Then when I turned around, here comes this guy, right? Just like Jesse Jackson was walking down courtside again, mm-hmm. hollering for Michael. And it was Barry Gordy. Ooh, so cool. Th- so then I turned yeah. around the Wait other way. This is the all at one it's, it's, Who are they playing? It's crazy. I don't even remember. <laughs> but it, it wasn't really an important <laughs> game. No, yeah. not at all. It was like a Wednesday night game. That wow. We, yeah. And I looked around and up in the mezzanine, this is the last person that we saw within eye shot. Yeah. Was Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and this is, Man. this is pre-White House, pre-Senator. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just some random Bulls game that you can't even remember who they were playing. Nope. But there were more all-stars in the stands than there probably were on the court. That's it. Give me another card. All I right. like this three by... <laughs> what do you call it? Life's three by five? Life's three by five. Yeah. So, so here's... Okay, there's one. Oh, here's another one. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, finish this sentence. Who's it from, first of all? Oh, Riv in Park City, Utah. Okay. So these people are listening to your podcast in the, these... Locations. Yeah, uh, we, so, we have listeners in 40 states and 23 countries. So Riv in Park City sent this to you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Riv in Park City, Utah says, finish this sentence. I have never understood the popularity of... Uh, yeah, this could get you really in trouble. No, no. I've never understood the popularity of undergarments. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> 
is that is that that you're wearing or somebody else's wearing? Just in general. Oh, in general. Yes. Wow. I don't okay. know. I just made it up. I don't really know where to take that. Well, that's good. <laughs> Mine was, yes. I really, there, there's a couple things. I don't understand the popularity of Peeps. You know, those mar- oh, marshmallow oh, yeah, Easter okay. things. I halfway don't understand the popularity of Saturday Night Live. Now, wait a minute. Sometimes I just don't get well, the that's skits. Well, part, that's part of the deal. Saturday Night Live is sometimes good, sometimes not so good. I know. And maybe but you have to hang out for the, you know, you have to go for the entire ride. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, you got to weather it No, up. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. And there have been plenty of times I've watched Saturday Night Live. I'm like, oh, this isn't working. Yeah. But there are other times where it's really clicking and you want to be there. Yes. But the fortunate thing now is that you can DVR all of this and uh, watch it at your leisure. And if it isn't a Saturday Night Live that's not up to snuff, you don't watch it. No, drop out. Yeah. So anyway, that gives you an idea of what we do, and it's way unpredictable. I wish I had a better answer. I couldn't think of anything, so I just went for undergarments. You know what I just thought of, too? Which what? really doesn't have that much to do with the undergarment thing. What? But you know the matching pajama holiday cards? I don't understand the popularity the of that. The matching pajama holiday cards. Yeah, where the whole family will oh, be wearing oh, yeah, the flannel same, yeah, yeah. checks. Yeah. Well, they want to look like uh, festive. I know. I, know. I get yeah. it. I just don't understand, understand the, the popularity, popularity of it. Yes. We're coming back with more on 720 WGN. Are you tired of your outdated kitchen but don't want to commit to a costly renovation? HBAC. Or visit AmericanWeathermakers.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. A little bit higher. Radio. Turn it up. That's enough. So you know. It's got so. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, seven to what? That was fantastic. That's a Van Morrison caravan. I like that. Yeah. 720 WGN, John Landecker at 749. Coming up after the 8 o'clock news, Sam Pamianovich, New England uh, Fox Sports uh, betting analyst person, will be on again to, we'll examine how well we did with our picks for the past uh, week on the NFL and start uh, picking for upcoming games because they start tomorrow night. That comes up after the... 8 p.m. news. Right now, we are hanging out and having a good time with Tim Larson, who, by the way, has solicited, not you didn't solicit it, but 312-59, uh, what am I saying? 981-7200. Bob and I were talking about that last night. Uh, 312-981-7200 is the telephone line and also the text line. And from 224, hire this guy. He's a natural. Oh, my. Oh, my. Thank you, Mom. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Thank you. So, you've been in this radio business for how long then? Uh, 1977. Okay. So, yeah. that's a fair amount of time. Yeah. But um, I, I owned a company for 30 years that did promotional products called Skyward Promotions. Oh, yeah. What's that like what? So, so, literally anything you can imagine with a logo on it. Oh. And it was so much fun because I was a promotions What's director. What's the oddest thing you put a logo on? Uh, a rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually for a radio station. Oh, no no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going, can you do this? And I'm going, I don't know. And and so we figured How it out. How many rubber chickens did they want? Do you remember? Well, maybe 250. You know, it was some 250? kind of- 250? Yeah. Wow. You, do you remember Pete McMurray? Oh, sure. I know Pete McMurray. That's, that's who it was for. Yes. Now everything makes perfect sense. It does. Yes, indeed. Does. So go ahead. I'm back to you with your business. Um, so anyway, I had that for 30 years. When I got sick, I 
sold it. And then I have really, really milked retirement in so many ways. Movies, books, podcasts. Let's so talk much about fun. the books. So much fun. Thank what you. books? Um, I, the first book is called Things to Think About. Remember Life's Little Instruction Book? You remember that? Uh, basically, little, yeah. I think, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, little bitty tidbits. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Those are my bits that I do in between songs on Sky 7 in Phoenix. And then I also... Things to think about for at least one minute. Yep. Okay. So I've done over a thousand of them, but... A thousand books? No, a thousand. Oh, my God. I was going to say, you are no. prolific. No, 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 oh, no, oh. no. No, a thousand p- bits, a okay. thousand pieces. All right. And I think there's maybe 270 in that first book. Okay. Something, something like that. All right. And then um, the second book that I came out with is called The Comings and Goings of T-Shirts, because we printed so many the T-Shirts. The Comings and Goings of T-Shirts. Yes. I like so, that. So you can imagine if you're yeah, le- yeah. leaving somewhere, let's say it's a concert or a sporting event, and you only see the front of this person's T-Shirt, <laughs> and you never see the back. <laughs> right. Or you're following somebody, and yeah. you see the back and never see the front. Yes. That's where it stops. Well, here, <laughs> I'm letting the front and the back stand alone, but yet when you put them together... Then you go, oh, that's... But, but these aren't real T-shirts. No, you're making them up. No, it's what But if, people... they, if they did manufacture a T-shirt that had this on the front, you say it had, would have this on the back, yes. so to speak. Yes. Wow. So it's sort of my smart aleck book. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it is. So any more other than the, these two? Yes. This, <laughs> this, this is the bigger one. Okay. And, and What's this? It's called The Power of Props. The Power of Props. The Power of Props. So... When I sold the company, you know, and I'm sorting through stuff, I realized I had like 20 examples that I use for our lunch and learns for clients. And then I had another 30 or 40 that I use for Boy Scouts. What are we talking about? That when you're t- trying to teach somebody something. Okay. Oh, the props that you would use. Yeah. So I know I saw every like one. Like an of overhead these. projector or something? No. Like, for instance, if I, like one of them, here's a good example. Uh, one of them at a Boy Scout banquet. I ended up using a roll of toilet paper as a prop. And <laughs> Can I, I ask how that was utilized? Yes. Good. And, and I says, you know, there's lots of times where you don't, and I'm talking to teenage boys. Yes. There's lots of times where you do not want to come to this scout meeting weekly. You just don't. You know, your, your, your dog did something or your girlfriend did something, or whatever the case may be, but you come anyway. And you're among friends and everything's great for two hours. And I'm wrapping the crowd in a toilet paper. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Let me get this visual right. Okay. You're addressing a group of people. And while you're addressing them, you're going around the crowd, wrapping everyone in a roll of toilet paper while you speak. Never at all referring to the fact that you're wrapping these people in toilet paper. No, the only reference was, I know you've had crappy days (laughs) and you don't want to come. So by the time <sighs> I'm done with this, yeah. and I say, but you come anyway. And I said, so the next time that you reach for a roll of toilet paper, which you will <laughs> on a frequent basis, I said, I hope you remember this to either keep going, you know, even though you had a crappy day. This is really good stuff. Thank you. Fr- no, no, I'm serious. This is heavy duty stuff. Oh, well, I have time on my hands, Yeah, I guess. but a lot of people have time. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's true. Uh, but I've seen all these Seinfeld episodes, so I right, don't need to right. do that again. But this is very industrious, also very thoughtful. Um, Thank you. Very creative. No, Thank really, you. seriously. So there you have your toilet paper. Okay. I think we have time for one more prop. Okay. 
So this was at a uh, Boy Scout summer camp, and it was uh, the National Youth Leadership Training. So okay. it's, it's cream of the crop. Yep. And this one particular troop leader was having a tough time. And so I went into the kitchen, and I told the cook, I says, give me something. I don't care what it is. Just give me anything. I need to teach a lesson out on the back 40. So he handed me an orange. Mm -hmm. So when I got to the group, and they were sort of fighting with each other and, you know, all this stuff. You know, everybody, my idea is better, you know, that type of thing. And I said, um, all right, guys, I, I have a pop quiz for you. I says, tell me the things that you know are 100% true about this orange. So I went around to the eight people, and they told me something. And I said, now, tell me what you believe to be true about the inside of this orange. Okay, this is getting way too deep, and we got to go to the news. And, and that, that was my point that not everybody's right. You may know it exactly because you see the outside, but the inside, uh, eh, it's a little fuzzy. Uh, it's getting through the old noodle. There you go. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom on 720 WGN. Thank you for joining us in the Storyteller Studio with Tim Larson and Liz Wilder, where everything begins with the story.